Right, welcome back to the Behind the Fish Eye podcast. Um, this week we have Jude Harrison, who's a filmer from Tunbridge Wells. Uh, we talk about him getting into filming, technical stuff, uh, a bit about Tunbridge Wells skateboard history. And we also talk about growing up in the age of social media and skateboarding on these platforms. And there's also a little bit of shit talking and answering some of the questions that we got on Instagram. So hopefully you enjoy it. Right, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit then? Yeah, um, my name is Jude Harrison um, and I'm from Tunbridge Wells, which is in Kent. And uh, I film on a VX1000 mostly. And yeah. That's a pretty that's good me, way to it. Yeah, that's you. <laughs> yeah. So literally my bio for myself. So what got you into filming then? So like, I used to watch loads of skate vids um, when I couldn't really skate. When I was like learning. <clears throat> and I think I saw a second angle of uh of like a clip and it was some guy rolling along fisheye i was like wow that looks so cool so i was just like i want to do that so um i think i used like my friend's dslr for a bit and obviously like it didn't really work out so um you know like you're trying to film fisheye but you don't have a fisheye and you're like the classic like <laughs> do you know what i mean like filming with long lens just on, like dead close yeah just the feet it was really funny and then um i got a Canon XM1, which is funny because Al spoke about this. So, like, I got the XM1 and I got it for free, technically, uh, because I bought it. It came broken. So, I got a full refund and then it cost me like not that much to repair. So, it was really, it was dirt cheap. And then the fisheye cost me like 50 quid. Um, so, yeah, I got into filming at like age 15 and i'm 18 now so yeah it's been like three years and it was literally just from watching i don't you know what it could have even been palace on it it might have even been Ooh. a clip of like because obviously the fucking i've got one up there it's a big vhs camera it's like they look they look really cool like the actual camera itself looks really cool in my opinion yeah. so i was like i want to do that um so yeah that's how i started and i've just been doing it ever since to be honest man i literally haven't stopped like i just i've been doing it if anything more than skateboarding that makes sense when it comes to filming, chances are, like, as soon as you get good at filming, all of a sudden, that's all you're fucking doing, isn't it? Yeah, because... It's like, oh, I'm... get the camera, get the camera! Yeah, <laughs> not like me, mum, get the camera. It's just like, <laughs> I, I'm not, like, as good as my friends at skating. So, I mean, that might, look, that could be because I filmed so much, but the fact is I'm not as good as my friends, so... Um, I mean, you can still throw, put it down, you know? I've seen, yeah, you, no, I've seen some clips. I can skate, but, like, it's just drop-ins. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's just dropping. And like this, yeah. But um, so it's, I just prefer being behind the camera, I think. I think, yeah. It is a nice treat, though, to get a clip. It is a treat. Like, I was, um, you know, Tom Pickard. Do you know him? He filmed um, uh, a video called Jumble Sale. It's like a source skate yes. video. Yes, you've told yeah, me and, about it. And I was in that, which was really cool, because that was the first time a filmer had hit me up and be like, I want to film you. But I want you to be a skateboarder today, and I was like really cool because I hadn't had that before. Yeah. Um. I feel bad when I'm getting a trick. So I'm like, I know how you're feeling filming this. I know how you're feeling. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? but, yeah, Just the fact because like I know your back hurts. I know you're running yeah, out of yeah. batteries. Literally, it's getting <laughs> cold. It was raining in one of the clips. Oh. It was fully raining. It was, I was slipping around. <laughs> it was fun, man. He travelled away from. Well, it's not that long, but he travelled from Hastings to Tunbridge Wells, so that was that was cool. I hope you at least gave him like 
a drink or something. I don't think I did. <laughs> Scum. <laughs> <laughs> Games are um, good footage. We've all so been there. actually, are you a part of like the Canon GL1 fucking support group now? Then I don't know, man. I don't think my opinion has changed much since when I first got it. Like, if I hadn't bought that camera, I would have never have bought a VX. That's just it's you. It's it's way more user friendly, in my opinion. Um, and if, for example, with the VX with a VX1000 anyway, if you just turn the camera on and you start filming without setting it up, it's going to look shit, like really shit. Um, but with the XM1, I literally would turn it on and just re- press record, and I didn't do anything, and it didn't look shit. I mean, it didn't look good, but it didn't look, like, horrendous, you know? It was, like, it was okay. Yeah, like, you could manageable. It, you know? And the, the auto-exposure, because obviously I wasn't set an exposure at the time, the auto-exposure was all right. Um, <clears throat> unlike the VX1000, it actually set like fine with the vx1000 i found that it can be a bit off but um yeah it was fine and the mic the microphone is awful but um you can i don't know you can get around that you know you can um you can put another mic in you can rewire a vx mic if you're nerdy enough to do it there are ways around it and it's way lighter than the vx1000 i'm not by any means saying it's better i mean look at the back of my room it's all vx stuff you know i love the vx1000 but i i i say that um it's well when people come to me and they say i want to like what camera do you film on i already know they're trying to basically buy a camera right so i, I just don't get the vx1000 because i think you need to be a bit clued up into skate film before you do that and yeah. just yeah an xm1 is like a good option i think yeah it, it, yeah it gets you used to using tapes it um gets you used to like capturing and using a fisheye and if you have the optica on the on the XM1, the framing isn't like miles away from the framing with filming with a VX. So, you know, you kind of just learn from it. That's what I did anyway. But um, I had it for like, I don't know, maybe a few months. I filmed like two videos on it, which is shit. They're so bad. Uh, so, so bad. They're on my channel though. They're really funny. Don't worry. They'll be like overlaid on this <laughs> yeah. video. Bro, they're so funny. They're like just dad cam zooms and stuff. Just like oh, really yeah. fast zooms and just, yeah, editing on iMovie as well. But the, the XM1 as a whole, I think, isn't a really bad camera for skateboarding, but it's nowhere near as good as any of the other cameras you want to use. But it's, like, not the worst. Do you know and what they I mean? do I, go for, like, dirt cheap Yeah, on eBay. they're cheap, man. Like, you can get them for really cheap. And the XM2 as well, just as cheap. Yeah. Uh, I'd say it's that, a good camera. Yeah, I think I, actually, I prefer the look of the XM1. Yeah, wow. so I've only, I've seen, like, two or three people use the XM2 for skateboarding. And it could be to do with the way they're capturing it, but I I don't think it looks as good. But it could be to do with the way they're capturing it. I don't know. But um, I've never used the XM2 myself, so I can't really say. But I just remember looking at it and thinking it looked like a high eight camera. I was like, that's really weird. Like the footage of it. That's probably like the people doing like the fucking analog capture yeah, maybe. stuff. Could be. I don't know. Like, I honestly don't know. But I, I think they're both fine. Like. They work for skateboarding, you know, they have a handle, you know, it's not like it's the furthest thing away from a skateboard filming camera. Yeah. Kind of works. I, mean, I, I, I do talk shit on, you know, XM1 and GL1 and whatever. Um, yeah. But to be fair, it's like, if you are starting out, it is a fucking, it's, it's a good camera to start out with. Yeah, it's just like, it's so easy to use. I actually kind of wish I didn't sell it because I, I would love to have actually set it up properly and oh, used yeah. it and seen what it looked like because I reckon it would look really good. If I'd I think, actually, yeah, like, absolutely. I think you could easily match and... it. 
yeah maybe not match but like make it look good because it kind of looked like hd when i when i it kind of looked like four three hd occasionally because everything was just so like i don't know the sharpness on that camera if untouched is like insane <laughs> it's yeah, just I don't know, man. they've turned I'm... it up to 11 Maybe it didn't look like HD. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. I just remember looking at this one clip I have in mind. I can send it to you. Uh, and it's one of the first things I filmed. And I remember thinking, that looks like, I don't know, like a HD camera. It does not look like a DV cam. But it could just be me. I it's probably have... just you. <laughs> yeah, I'd have have... I haven't looked at it in like two years. So I'd have to look back. But You mentioned Tunbridge Wells. And I mm. want to just ask about, because I know from previous conversations with you and just kind of, some of the stuff that you've sent me is that it's got a quite a rich history with skateboarding and stuff like that. Have you? Do you want to like talk about that for a little bit? Like yeah, history and some about of the that previous day, and stuff. So the earliest documented history that I'm aware of, um, that I've seen personally, anyway, I've heard of things earlier than this, but I've seen is like photos of people skating in the '90s on a spot which is still around and still skated, and. Um, yeah, so those boys are still around, those, those people who are skating. Um, I don't know if they're living quite locally, but they're still about. I still see them now and again. And then um, the first, like, proper videos to come out on, like, DVD were supported by South Skate Shop, which is a skate shop that was around the town in the 2006 time, if I'm, I think so. I will show you, actually. I've got them right here, man. I'm borrowing them from my mate at the moment to rip them. So we got Stitchy Life, and then we've got uh, Skate Face. So Tom Knox is actually in Skate Face and, and Jake Harris filmed some stuff. It's pretty cool. There's a bit of a, a link there to Tom Richard, which is interesting. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so these videos were like 2006, 2007. You need to and, upload those. Like, yeah, I'm going to. Archive like, them. So Skate Face is on Vimeo, but obviously like loads of people who are younger than me in this town probably aren't really, I don't know, Vimeo isn't really the go-to for people that age. Yeah. They probably aren't aware of them. So yeah, you've got those videos that came out. And you know, I was like two years old at the time, which is really funny to think. And then um a few more videos came out. There's one called Freshly Baked, which is really cool. And um that's featuring more of the people which I film now. So Skateface and City Life, that's before the people that I film now were involved, I think. Yeah, and then there was I think there was like a bit of a dry spot, maybe, but the next bit I remember coming out was 2010. And um, that's called Pear Shaped. I think that was right anyway. But um, that's when, so my friend Harry Gerard filmed that. And he filmed up until 2015. And he filmed some really good videos, man. And, th and they're the videos that I saw growing up. So I, the first skate video I ever watched, ever, like actually ever, before I even skated, was a Tommy Joel's video called Red Brick Rascals. And he got taken down like a month after or something for copyright. Mm. And I never saw it again. I was like, I swear I remember seeing a video and I could never find it. And then later on, I realized it's only on DVD and I've tried to upload it, but it's a Beatles song. So it just gets taken down immediately. Yeah, man, I know. But um, that's a really good video. So the earliest like memory that I actually remember seeing is the Red Bear Rascals video. And that was 2014. But there's been like a history way before that, which only in recent years have I, have I learned about. Um, and I should just say, so filmers for these older videos, um, Richard Pullinger or Pullinger, I butchered that probably and uh max king so and sam bird as well santiago pilgrim there's been a, a lot of filmers in this town actually over the years like quite a lot um which is really cool so yeah i'm just the last in line i guess but, yeah, i wouldn't um, say last well no i'm hoping there's more I'm, but i've actually i've been like chatting to some of the younger skaters and like they're filming some stuff which is cool 
on the XM1, actually. They're actually filming, and that's really funny. It's just, I, yeah, yeah. They're filming. Could you imagine only... if it's like the same one that you sold? Nah, I, I would love that, but it isn't. But yeah, they're filming on the XM1. And then there's another crew, similar age, who are filming some stuff on a little, like a little HD camcorder, you know? Oh, but, sick. Um, yeah. We have no skate shops anymore. So we had three at one point. We had Route 1, South, and Pacific Blue. Pacific Blue was more of like a, oh, sorry, it had, a, it wasn't just a skate shop. You know, they sold out other stuff in there. I like well, snow but... stuff as well. Yeah, I think so. I, I went in there once. So the first day I started skateboarding, or at least was interested in it, my dad went into the skate shop for me, and it was the day it was closing down, which is so funny. And Ooh. they sold me these uh, Spitfire bushings, I think. I think they were Spitfire bushings. Did they even do bushings? Fuck no, it's man. So this, uh, yeah. And it's funny because the guy who sold them to my dad is like now one of my really close friends. So oh, really sick. Cool. But uh, yeah, man, it's a cool little link. But um, so yeah, that's. I didn't have any experience with the skate shops, unfortunately. I'm just born a little bit too uh, uh, late. But um, so we got no skate shops. We got two really terrible skate parks. But somehow we still have a really good scene. Like I don't know about you know. terrible. I've seen some of the clips. Oh, from man. It's a lot better than the stuff around me. Is it? Yeah, a lot Darling, like, I mean, the thing is, I think the reason I say it's so bad is because it's outdated. It's never been. It's never been like refurbished or. It's, it's it's never just been given a bit of shine to it, and every time we try and do something, the council will take it down. So there's been concrete stuff built, wooden ramps built. The council will just chuck it out because um, there's that whole thing is if you fall and hurt yourself on these objects, which we've allowed you to put there, you could sue us, you know that kind of thing, which would never happen. But it's the classic like that it's fucking every, mindset. It's it's so annoying. I, I get I get that it's like a legal thing, but it's so annoying. But yeah, I think they're pretty bad skate parks. You know, they they they're not great. Um, and for the amount of skateboarders we have here, we deserve a better skate park. There's surrounding towns like Crowborough that have a really good skate park, and it's like, why do they have that? You know, there's like two is there like even a scene there? I mean, yeah, there is actually there is, but not as much as Tunbridge Wells. You know, Crowborough skaters will come to Tunbridge Wells to skate. It's like we don't. Do you know what I mean? It's like. It's, I still count Crowborough as the Tommy Joe scene, if mm. that makes sense. Like, it, it just is so weird that we don't have one. Um, but we've got a GoFundMe set up now, which, uh, please, any donations would be great. Oh, if you um, send me a link, I'll put it in the description. Okay, sweet. Yeah, because we need to raise 30 grand. So we're trying to raise this money so then we can go to the council and say, look, we've got this money. Um, <clears throat> we've got the blueprint, we've got the plans, you know, because Harry, the, the old filmer, he fills skate parks for a living. Um, you know, he can just do it. He can get people involved. He can get a team, and it'd be great if we could do it. We'd need it. You know, we really need it. We have a skate jam there every year, and it's just like it's getting old now, man. It's, it hasn't been redone in like over t- 10, 12 years or something. And a funny story actually about that skate park is the guy who um, owns South Skate Shop, um, Luke. He he told me that something on the lines of he had helped design the skate park, and they had actually like they had actually like messed up the design even when looking at it for example there's a cheese right a cheese block that was supposed to be sunk into the ground and facing that way yeah. they raised it off the ground and faced it that way so there's no run up because there's a curb there right yeah and that way and that way it's just i mean it's just like it's facing towards the curb so there's no run up for it it's ridiculous and then they got the sizing mixed up between the hubber and the ledge so the ledge was supposed to be small and the hubba was supposed to be big, but they made the ledge massive and the hubba really small. So it's it's like, the reason it's bad is because it's it's not meant to be the way it is. 
it's just not. So yeah, as a whole, Summer Shell Skating is really good. It's for a town, like we're killing it, I'd say. Like everyone's going in, everyone's like, yeah, everyone's hyped, man. Um, which is cool. And there's like so many more skaters like who are in like the younger years who are gonna, you know, turn out hopefully with some videos. Um, mm. so the scene should keep coming, hopefully. But um, I mean you've yeah, got man. all the spots and you've got the fucking the uh heritage, you know. Yeah, and it's just important that I, I don't know, I'm glad that people were there to tell me about the heritage and stuff like that. But I want to sort of be able to say that to people younger than me as well. I think it's important. Mm. Maybe maybe that's just me being like a nerd, but I just, I love that. I love like the idea of people skating this town when I was like two. Like, that's fast. I mean, dude, when I wasn't born at like, the 90s, you know? Yeah. Um, that's just crazy to me. So I, I, yeah, hopefully people find that as cool as me. It's just like kind of special. So yeah, I need to, I need to get these videos online so they can see them because it's really cool. And the town looks different as well. It's sick. It's like seeing all the old build like shops that are not there anymore and how like maybe some spots were way less crusty back then and now they're mm. fucked, you know. Um, and all the spots in Tommy Drows is something else, which acts kind of within walking distance, like kind of. But it's another bonus as well for a town. But yeah, man, there's um yeah, there's been a lot of stuff going in this town for skateboarding, which is really cool because you wouldn't expect it. You wouldn't. You actually really wouldn't. No, I mean, so, I don't. When I think of skating, I don't think Tunbridge Wells. Like initially, yeah, you know, but it'd be like, sick you if you like did London. one day. <laughs> one day, one Tunbridge will because we have the clock tower. Which, dude, if that spot was in London, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know the one. The money pad. If that yeah. was in central London, can you imagine? Like the oh, shit, the shit that, that would down. happen. Like yeah. So you know, we have like a few really good spots. Uh, we have like a couple handrails as well. But some shit is bound to go down in the future um yeah talk kind of coming from the um tunbridge wells stuff and yeah. kind of your upbringing and like what you were watching and stuff who do you look up to and like who do you get inspiration from for your videos um I, it's, it's gonna be hard to give one name i'll, I'll try you and don't have to one. do one no, you do like a couple. i'll try and give one main one now nowadays or when i was younger i'd say nowadays like yeah so like nowadays um zach chamberlain like 100 percent. he yeah he's just amazing he's like so good at filming yeah like um that yeah, and he can ship. skate yeah he he's there's just like there's so much to say that i don't know what to say like he's so good at filming and he's so good at skating and he's he's just like mastered the vx in like every way and because he, because of like where he's filming in San Fran with all these hills, he's just the perfect storm of like a filmer, you know, like learning how to skate hills, then learning how to film hills, um, and then all the skaters in that area as well. Like it's just perfect. And he started a wheel company as well. Like he's just a legend, man. Like he's so sick, and all his videos are amazing. All his magenta stuff as well. So like, oh yeah, I just cruise one of my favorite videos like of all time. I think it's so good. Um, he didn't film all of it, but he I think he he was the main filmer at the time. Um, and yeah, he's just amazing. Like the the angle in which he gets on skaters, like when he's just filming a line from behind, is as I've tried to recreate that for so long. Like it's uh, yeah, it's really hard to do. Like he's just really good. Yeah. Um it's, and... I think you need like a certain level of confidence. Yeah, because I, I don't know. I don't know what. But with me, my financial situation isn't amazing. So if I break my Mark One, I'm fucked, right? 
Like I'm actually I've broken it before and I was fucked. So it's I'm almost nowadays getting less close than I would maybe a year ago. But I've got the Tadashi filter, but you know. Anyway, i it's trying to recreate what he does is really hard because of the actual danger of like breaking your lens. He gets mm. so close, like so close, and he's just so good. Um and his settings are always on point in my opinion. I think VX settings is you know, you might dislike someone's, but you, someone else might love them. You know, it's subjective. It's, it's everyone has their own way of doing it. Yeah, it's but, like um, an aesthetic, isn't it? Yeah, I love the way he sets them up. And I also, I also kind of like that on Instagram, he'll post a VX clip and it's like not in like true 4 3 and the vignettes kind of cropped out. And I kind of like that it's kind of like shitty like that. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, I kind of, because it's not like he's tried to make the Instagram post look as good as possible. It's just like, Here's the clip, and like it doesn't matter because it's filmed so well. And yeah, he just seems like a cool guy. I've never met him. I'd like to. Um, I haven't really met many filmers to be honest. I guess I'm just young and and yet to do that. But um, another filmer who I think is one of the best uh, is Quentin Quentin Guthrie. I really hope it's Guthrie and not Guthrie or something. Yeah, Quentin. Guthrie. I'm sure we'll find out. He's actually got one of my VXs at the moment. He was going to use it for a project, but um. I think he couldn't fix it. He was going to fix it or something, but he's amazing. He's really, really good. And his videos are pretty inspiring. Like the use of Hi8 with the VX, but like doing it really well. Um, so I love all his videos as well. That's, I feel like that Hi8 stuff's quite popular at the moment. It went from like Super 8 and 16 to like Hi8 and like VHS and stuff. You yeah, know? I mean, I'd, I'd say like Quentin was the first. It wasn't the first, but like, I think he, he made it look good. And like, his videos all have it so all his videos kind of have the same style so you could like watch his videos like one after the other and it looks sick because he the vx that he mainly uses i'm guessing um is has like a left-sided vignette and it just and every video he does has the same kind of like look and i love it um and i really like that um and he yeah he's just a really good filmer he did the same thing with zach like i'm unable to replicate the angles in which they do like the framing that he gets is incredible. <clears throat> and again, a really talented skater, which I think is important uh, being a filmer. Um, if you're like, if you're really good at skating, you're going to sort of know maybe how it would feel for someone to be filming you, maybe where's the most comfortable for the skater to go. And also just what's going to look best if you've been around skating for the most and maybe watched a lot of videos and stuff like that. So people like him have been about um, in videos and making videos. Yeah, they're, they're bound to be fucking amazing. And he, he's really, really good. So yeah, Quentin and Zach. Oh yeah, I love both their, their footage. Johan, obviously, legend. I think like it's interesting. I actually only just got to watch Minwe the other day. Oh wow. I, I like I, I couldn't watch it. I was at Al's house and I watched it. Uh it's funny. I, he was like, I'm gonna go to bed now. And I was like, Can you put on Minwe? Because I've never seen it. And he ended up staying for the whole thing. <laughs> he was like, I want to watch this now. He, yeah, he was talking when he was playing. He was talking about how it like innovated skate filming in terms of bringing that Japanese style over to Europe, which is true. So yeah, Johan killed it on that. That was amazing, and he's still making good videos. Yeah, like all the Minwe stuff is great. Um, again, Minwe is that how you say it? Like I'm just bad at saying things. Like Minwe, isn't it like French for minute? But yeah, but is it Minwe? Is that how you say it? Yeah, it's like Johan's amazing. Um, again, great skater. All the clips you see of him, he doesn't. I don't think he has like that much footage out there. But the clips which I've seen are really good. And um, Al was telling me when he went to Bordeaux, like everyone was saying, like, yeah, he's actually the best. Like out of all of us, like, and he films. So, uh, which is cool. 
Um, and he's just got a style, which is good. Like he's just, he's quite autistic. And his use of like black and white as well is really cool. And just the whole night thing. I love night footage. I, I love it. And I hate filming at night, but I love night footage. You know, yeah. it's like filming at night is like an ordeal, but like it comes out so good. So you just, when you watch Min Win, it's all at night. Everything bar the last clip is like, you just know how fucking hard that was to do. Like that must have been so hard. Because like for the skateboarders as well, like having a light literally on you and you, your shadow is in front of you. You can't fucking see anything, you know? It's yeah. just incredible. Um, Especially if you're like flailing the fucking camera around and that yeah, light. Man, which he, exactly. And he's got all these weavy maneuvers. It's just, yeah. So Johan's amazing as well. Um, I don't want to just list all the good VX filmers because there's lots of them. But I'd say like, <clears throat> I'd say that like Zach and Johan have been inspired, you know, inspired by for quite a while. Mm. But people like Quentin, only got to know sort of like about him in the past few years as I just like I guess just got to know in general more because I'm just still young obviously and I'm sure there's VX filmers out there which I, I'm not aware of which are really good um who I'd get inspired by who else is that man yeah Colin Reed obviously Spirit Quest but again I only know about that for the past like year and a half you know like I wasn't aware of that um I think someone told me like dude how the fuck do you not know what this is I was like I'm so I don't know like <clears throat> I've only been filming for like two years or something but yeah, Colin Reed's Spirit Quest, amazing video. One of the best ever. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, one of the best. Shinpei, um, Lens 3, I went to the Prem. Mate, I can't wait to get that on DVD. Bro, hands down. Like, I, honestly, so I, I think I can confidently say that is the best skate video I've ever seen. Like, wow. That is, and I, I spoke to Al about it, and I, I, I don't remember if he'd said it was the best video he'd seen, but I think he said it was, yeah, it was one of, if not the best um it's like spirit quest is one of the best videos for a different reason as the lens three is spirit quest has that wow factor of the way it's put together and yeah just the, the video is sort of obviously the skating is amazing but it's kind of about the way it's put together and the story on it of it i mean they're, um, they're two separate beasts i'd say like the lens yeah, yeah, videos definitely. are like technically you can't, you can't compare them yeah. but if i was going to compare them i would say the lens video is better because it, it has the wow factor about how it's being edited and filmed and the skating is fucking insane like it's just so good uh the soundtrack's amazing as they always are like i i don't know if i've seen lens the original lens before i don't know if i've managed to get my hands on it oh no i think i did actually with al i, actually, I think he he got the dvd so i have yeah all three videos are great lens 2 sticks out to me as well because i've seen that a bunch of times um Big video, just yeah. Shinpei is just like amazing. Yeah, so so good, and he just films good skaters and <clears throat> like Japanese. They're on the they're on another level, mate. Like the skating level is fucked. Like the most techy stuff, like and big drop ins as well. Like it's got it all. That video is insane. It's got everything for you. Yeah, yeah, and it's an <laughs> hour and a half, mate. And I wasn't bored. And like I have really bad ADHD, and that's not something which I would usually be able to sit through as an hour and a half of sitting still. Yeah. But I, I, I didn't even think about it twice. I was just like locked in for like an hour and a half, and it was insane. But I was a fucking idiot, and I left to go to a party. It was on Halloween at the pram. I left to go to a party. Fucking missed meeting like loads of people, which I wish I'd met. Oh. So I, I just didn't. I just left. I was. I don't know, man. It was a shit party anyway. But, um, <laughs> so yeah. it wasn't even worth it no it wasn't even worth it man like it was yeah i don't know but um could you imagine if shempei was there he was oh fuck, bro he was there i sent a load to him 
But uh, he doesn't speak very good English. But I, I, we, I said hello to him briefly. I saw him. I was sitting outside the the place, uh, the venue, and he walked past. And I said to my mate Andrew, like, I swear I know him. Like, I swear I recognize him. And I just, you know, when you fall silent and someone walks past you, and it's kind of bait that you were talking about them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it was just like I felt totally silent. Because, like I try to think who that guy is. And then he went up on the front, um, oh, the projector, and said the speed. I was like, fuck, that was Shinpei, like. Skateboard filmers who inspire me. If I was going to give a list, Zach Chamberlain, Quentin Guthrie, Joanne, I can't pronounce the same name. So Taliander? Right? Yeah, I thought it was that as well, but Al corrected me, so I oh. don't know. Colin Reed and Shinpei. You know? Shin- Shinpei, you know? You know? I think so. I, yeah, I really should know how to say these things before I come on a fucking podcast, but um, yeah, <laughs> I think it's those, okay. Those are like my favorite people who make skateboards i'd say although colin doesn't make skateboards anymore i mean how does it feel to be kind of an up-and-coming filmer at your age during like the instagram youtube revolution that we've been going through for 15 years um how do i even explain being born at the age of social media right it's not it's yeah i i would prefer to be born earlier basically i think i like the idea of skate videos not being at your immediate disposal on your phone i think it's sick when like if at the end of a skate vid it had to, they maybe put a promo of someone else's video in there because there was no instagram you couldn't just go on your phone and look at it you'd actually have to search for these videos and i think that's so sick now it's so easy and you, and you got to think about like i mean this could just be me but when i'm making a post i'm like thinking about the viewer like how much they're actually going to watch so what clip am i going to put first how quick am i going to cut it and it's just like it shouldn't fucking matter like it's, it's putting a video like a skate video out like everyone's attention span including mine is so short mm. so you have to think about stuff like that i don't know being i the term up and coming film is really funny to me because i just don't think i am but like i don't know maybe it maybe i am I oh know. okay maybe up and coming is like the wrong word but kind of like new generation yeah yeah I'd, it's um it's daunting for sure because i feel like my age kind of like stops me from being taken too seriously sometimes and that's in and out of skating as well because <clears throat> i'm just friends with quite a lot of older people and i don't know it's like i'm always the young one you know what i mean yeah yeah i'm really struggling to like explain what i'm what i'm trying to like get across like i think it's daunting because the film, all right, the filmers that I meet, okay, are all older than me. Like, all of them are older than me. I, I like, I'm putting myself into, like, this, like, group of, like, older guys. And it's just, like, kind of daunting. But it's cool as well, you know. You, I, yeah. I learn a lot from older people. Um, and I like it. I, th- I think it's cool. I think that's just skateboarding, man. There's not really an age thing in skating. Like you could, it's just, like, you're loving skateboarding and yeah. you're bonding over that. But yeah, being taken seriously is one thing for sure. I think it's lesser now, but I mean, yeah, I think I felt that like maybe a year or two ago um, when I first started. Um, well, I started like three years ago, but yeah, I finally, I think getting my foot in the door with with like getting my videos out there. I mean, you got your my... stuff on like magazines and shit, haven't you? Like online. Yeah, like today, Gray posted on Instagram uh, some clips of my video. Which is really cool for me because that's something which I never really thought would happen. Because it, it's gone from like in the in three years, I've gone from like dreaming of that happening to it actually happening. So it's like I don't really I don't know how to like feel about. It. I'm just so I'm gassed about it, but I also don't want to overly be gassed about it because it's like that might become something that happens again. I don't want to 
be like bigging it up all the time you know because yeah. it'd be great if that was the norm if if i could always get it featured on, on mags and and stuff like that yeah i just feel like it's it's daunting being younger and i've kind of thrown myself into a world where it's like it's like kind of judgy like filming the world the filming world you know oh yeah it was like and, full of assholes yeah yeah and it's like i don't know maybe i'm just really young and i can't take criticism maybe no, not criticism i i take things too seriously and deep as maybe someone who's older would yeah and i get like offended maybe easier so like and obviously my opinions are going to be really different from these older guys because i'm just younger that's just the, that's how it's going to be right mm. so yeah that that kind of thing is that's happened before. <laughs> I've been a little bit upset about what some people think because I'm younger, but it is what it is. I think it's uh, like a peerage thing, isn't it, though? Because it's like, if they're older than you and they're kind of talking shit, then it's just like, well, fuck yeah, you. I mean, it's like, what the fuck? I know, you know? Um, I, it kind of needs to be done as well. I, I, I think I've changed a lot in the past couple of years, and that's probably due to people around me, which is a good, it's a good thing. It's a positive, you know? I was really annoying, but was fine. <laughs> but everyone really is annoying. at that age, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That is, that, exactly, man. Exactly. I think it's good that you've got that optimism, kind of that drive to do it. Because I feel like a lot of young people, I mean, I don't know, I could be talking pure shite, but I feel like for a lot of young people, like the kind of the idea that there is no real career, ch- like career yeah. possibility with like film and skating, you know? The- yeah, I mean, not that it isn't true. I mean, it is yeah, quite a difficult no, you, world to get like, into. You sort of have to be like hooked up by like a company. You got to be on like a payroll. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, like, and that's really hard because there's so many filmers who take me for example. There are so many filmers who are better than me, but it, so there's no chance that now I could I could be on like a yearly salary from a company. But in the future, that's a goal, and that's a goal I want to I want to get to. Um, whether it will happen or I don't know, I can always dream. But yeah, I think that would be really cool. But I don't have an extreme, so there's no way I'm getting it. Because <laughs> you need an extreme. Like, I don't fucking have one, man. I don't think, you know what? I don't have 10 grand. Nah, but I'm nah, 18, nah. Bro, do you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want to talk shit on the extreme, but I think nowadays you're seeing a lot more people use other cameras, you know? Yeah, like but the DSLRs extreme is like I can't lie. I think the way the extreme looks on the Panasonic is so good. Yeah, like, I actually think it's really good. I used to not, but if you're gonna go sixteen by nine, I think that is the option. In my opinion, that's what looks best. Four by three looks better for skateboarding, in my opinion. Sorry to everyone who disagrees, but it does. <laughs> but if you're gonna go sixteen by nine, the extreme with the HMC or the HPX looks amazing. Yeah. It's the glass. The glass is just it. It's such a high quality lens. Yeah. Like, and if you use an Optico, you, it's just bait that it's not an extreme. No matter how much I crop the vignette and grade it, it does not look like an extreme. Yeah, I mean, it's it never going to be as wide. I know, and it's annoying. And also, I find that when I film on the HPX, I'm like filming it like a VX. And it's like I get way too close because it's obviously not a very wide fisheye compared to the Mark One. Yeah. But yeah, VX Mark One all the way, man. That actually segues almost swimmingly into my next question, which is like you've been dabbling, mm. fucking tap dancing around with HD for a little bit for yeah. um, phase. Yeah. Um, how, how are you finding that shit compared to the VX? So, well, first of all, like I made that video for phase. Um, the one that came like... out like October, wasn't it? 
I actually don't remember. <laughs> you got to uh, stop smoking Chiba, Jude. <laughs> it came. It was October, actually. Yeah, it's called This Is the Moment. Mm-hmm. Thing is about that video is so I I filmed that video for Phase and I'm gonna continue working with them. It's not like I'm fil- I ha- I'm not filming another one for them at the moment. You know, it's not like I'm on like a consistent thing with them where I'm filming HD videos for them. Yeah. Um. So like I'd like to fucking film. If a company comes up to me and says, "Can you film a HD video?" Then I would say yes, basically, because I, I like filming HD. It's fun, but it's also like I wouldn't I wouldn't film with the HPX if I didn't have to. And I am at the moment starting to film a homies video on the HPX, but only for the reason of showing companies. Do you know what I mean? It's like I feel like I have to do it. I feel like I I kind of to get myself out there. I, I have to show that I can film on it as well yeah but i don't particularly want to do you know what i mean like it's it's hard to explain like i i, I way prefer filming with the vx it's i actually get like so much enjoyment out of it i can't just film vx for the rest of my life i don't think if i want to do this as a career i've got to show that i you know versatile with what i can film and, and using different setups so it it wasn't like i pick i yeah it wasn't like i i mean you know me like i don't fucking think it's as cool like i i it's not like I, I got it and I was like, ah, oh, I can't wait to film with this camera because why? I've got a VX, which is way better. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, it's a cool camera. It's cool. And I use it for gigs as well. I, I, I used it um, recently for some, for some uh, other video work, which is cool. But yeah, filming with that camera, like, it's just a bit meh. Like, it's, it doesn't get me hyped to go out and film. Yeah, it just doesn't. But as I said, I think it's important that I do it. You know, you can't just do stuff you're gonna do. From like a career boring, aspect. You know, still good fun, but I just don't get that same nerdy like fucking aspect of it. Do you know what I mean? With the VX, I can I just really nerd out and just fucking I don't know. Have maybe I feel like with the VX in the future I might be able to have my own style. With the HPX, there's no way. I just don't feel like you can be as creative. I just don't feel like there's as many options. Um, That's funny hearing that. That do you, think, do you agree or do you disagree? I'm, I don't know. I think I'm going to go on a hard disagree. Really? But I'm going to say that it's hard to be fucking creative with both of them, really. I, I still think that's... I still believe that. I, I think yeah. you can be... I think you can be more creative with the, with the VX, I think. I, I think it, it, it lends itself to a certain aesthetic. Yeah, like I, even with music... Like, there's some music, in my opinion, right, this is my opinion, that works with HD and some music that works with VX. Definitely. The music that works with VX kind of, like, makes for a more interesting video. It's usually more, like, independent, yeah. unknown stuff for, it's like, more VX. It's like beat-heavy and maybe, like, not even beat-heavy. It's more rhythmic and, like... That you could use anyway. What I'm saying is, with let's say that you let's say you got like an emo soundtrack, right? You slap that over like a, a HD video, and it's gonna look good, and it's gonna be like popular. Obviously, like, fuck, what's his name, dude? He had a gen come into you recently. What's his name? His, he he fucking because that's just contradicting myself because he he did that like he made it look good. Yeah, he made it look good. What I'm trying to say. I feel like there's more options to be creative when filming with a VX in terms of the way you can film stuff in general because you're actually getting more in the frame, you know? That's right, yeah? <laughs> I mean, 
You're getting more with the Mark One of the next. You're getting more in the frame as a whole, not just fucking horizontally like that camera <laughs> does, right? Than you would with the extreme and the HPX. You, you you got more options, you know, for framing and stuff. And then you've also got, for some reason, more interesting music works better. I don't know why that is. And feel free to disagree with me, but uh, no, no. I think with the music stuff, I would agree. Because I've never I mean? actually thought like, of it like I've never thought of it like that, but that's actually really true. Like, like for example, take the music that Al uses in his edits. Okay, that yeah. wouldn't work with a HPX Extreme setup. Yeah, I, you know I would saying? agree there. It yeah. wouldn't work. But like, then again, there are some people who have made quote unquote HD music work <laughs> <laughs> for VX. Which is cool. you, I think you've inadvertently just created a whole new genre of music. <laughs> HD <Sorry>. fucking... <laughs> HD music, man, it's a thing. It's just like, yeah, I don't know. I look, I'm, I, I'm looking forward to editing this HD video to some fucking good emo music because it's easy to do. And it's, and it's, and I, I, that's the kind of music I'm into. But it's just a shame that it's so popular at the moment because it's like, I feel like I'm just copying everyone if I do it. But yeah. I just like that music and I like the way it looks with HD. But yeah, going back to the question, filming with, uh, yeah, I, I find it, it's cool. It, it's not as fun, in my opinion. I think you're maybe the first person I've ever heard describe using a HPX as fun. It is fun. It's like, it's something new, but it's not, it's not like I get the kick out of it as I do when filming with the VX. Yeah. Um, it's not got the heritage, I'd say. Yeah. One thing that is cool is the zoom is cool. The, the zoom, it, it is good to have that zoom and that it doesn't really lose. And with the VX, if you zoom in loads, it can look kind of shit. If you zoom past that white line, right? It looks trash. But... Oh, is that, is that the digital zoom? Yeah. But yeah, the HPX looks good, man. Like it, it, it does, but I just don't enjoy filming it as much. Also, I don't know how to set it up as well. That's one thing. I'm just not as good with that camera. Yeah. Which is hopefully filming this video that I'm, I'm going to do this year on it will will make me better at it because it'd be cool because you know some people put out some good footage from it for example Romain Bartard the Carhartt video Inside Out in my that was my video of the year like fully that that was my video that was such a good video soundtrack was good like the footage the color grading it was amazing but like, everything about that video was fucking great that was um HMC Extreme I think so and that wasn't fucking emo music you know that was actually a cool soundtrack so yeah I, I thought that was cool but I just I don't know. I don't know if I can get that good for that camera. Yeah. So maybe that's why I'm being biased. Maybe I'm just jealous. That I'm but I think the thing that. is, though, <laughs> like you, I think like if you use both, you can't put as much time in just, into just the one and get really good at it. Because yeah. you've used the VX more, of course you're going to like well, the know how to use Bartard, it better. Though, and Romain Bartard is that he, the VX filmer, who's insane at VX filming, who happens to also be insane at HD filming. Yeah, he can film both aspect ratios. There are those people, you know. He's just a very talented guy. I think they are um, out there. Yeah, they are, and I'm not one of them now. I, I think I can film at sixty by nine, but I just. Do you know, I've got a fucking easy solution for your issue. Put the sixteen by nine mode on the VX. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's actually a sh- dude. I, you know what? Have you seen like stretched the expert is sixteen by nine? <laughs> Do you know what? Looks... I think we've gone too far now. <laughs> it looks, it like it looks really bad, but really funny. So it's kind of good. Do you know what I mean? It like, reminds it's... me of that um, DGK video. Oh, wait, is that when they mix HD in it? Yeah, I mean, that and one. they like yeah, yeah, stretch yeah. the v- the fucking VX yeah, but out. That's but they did that because it fit the HD. What I'm saying is, is people who just stretch the VX footage 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny, and I don't know if they're being serious or not. But I don't uh, think they. I think they don't mean it. Like I don't think they like, mean to do it. There's a guy uh, on Instagram. Uh, his Instagram handle is at Pretty Pat, and he's such a sick filmer. And he's like, you know that meme? It wasn't a meme. That video of the filmer falling into the lake with the VX. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's him, right? Oh and, shit. Okay. Yeah, and like he he does that. He stretches it sometimes, and it looks pretty joked, and I kind of like it, but I would never do it myself. What's been interesting of what I've been doing is I've been filming with some friends who are involved in a company called Earl. I don't know if you've heard of Earl. Um, my friend Toby runs it. And um, we went to Berlin together and Earl have a filmer called Kane. So he shoots in the HVX and I was there with my VX. So it was kind of cool, like having them both on the trip, you know? And mm. yeah, I, I think stuff like that's cool, you know, where you can both appreciate both formats and stuff like that. I was actually um, going to ask if you should, uh, like, if, uh, if you've ever thought about, like, because you've got both cameras now. Have you yeah. thought about, like, comboing the two? I've thought about it, but I'm not going to do it because it's kind of whack. You think? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Okay. I, I, don't, I don't think it really works. I think mm. it's, no, I, I think if you're going to do that, just do HD43 with, like, with, like, lens, too. They do, and you know, stuff like that. Like, but I just don't think I could make it work that well. It's more about, like, matching the colors on, on those cameras would be so hard, like so hard. And I'm a grading isn't my forte and I don't think I'd be able to match it in post. Yeah. So I, I just like, yeah, I don't think I'd be able to make it work, man. But um, HD 4.3, I do want to do and I have the setup for it. I just don't have the fucking step up adapter. I've set down rather. So I was thinking about getting um, the Sony AX700. Oh, good it, camera. Yeah, you're right, it, mate. It's so good. So um, my friend Andrew, who actually fixes VXs, there is someone out there. He does that still. Holy shit, the last one. So he, he he films on VX. He's my age. And he has this X700. I think he got it for uni. He had like a P2. Um, or he had an HMC. And he, he sold it and got the X700. And I was filming a Skateboard GB event at Saw Skate Park. And I was filming on the HPX. And he brought the X700. And he like, he got the screw, the the... I don't know if it was the VX fish I saw on, but he got the the mount for the Mark one of it. Yeah, and then he's obviously like fixing VXs, so he knows how to rewire the mic into it. So he rewired a VX mic, like a legit one, not the the wooden camera one, into yeah. the AX seven hundred, and it's so sick. Like it's so cool, man. And I was just like, this is I want one, and um, they go for like just under a grand on eBay. Yeah. So I haven't been able to get it yet, but I'm working towards it because I think it, it's, it would be cool to use. You can use it for long lens as well. Like it's not one of those cameras which is shit for long lens. Like, yeah, but it's a camera. It, obviously, if you can rewire the VX mic in, I, I would just hopefully if I can get that camera, I hopefully I can get Andrew to do that. And that would be amazing. Because when I first interviewed you, you'd done a few music videos like on the mm. GH4 and stuff like that. But now I've seen shit. that you've been doing like gigs, like yeah. actual full on concerts with a VX. Yeah, it's... um. Was there anything you want to specifically ask about it? Do you want me just... just like how mad are you? <laughs> no, <laughs> but like, yeah, you talking about it before? Like the the, the fact that they've got these guys have got like proper broadcast yeah. Sony FS7s, yeah. and then here's fucking Jude showing up with a Mark One with a VX1000 yeah, right. attached to you know, it. What's funny is like the the other camera operators are kind of like fascinated by it. That I work with they're like. Yeah, because it's like you pulled stuff. a fucking dinosaur yeah. bone out at but it's, dinner. But it's more the fisheye they're fascinated by. Because I feel like, actually, I've, we're skateboard filmers at heart, right? I'm, I, you started filming skating before you started doing work in the industry, right? Is that yeah. right? So yeah. the fisheye lens is like a given for us. It's, it's something that's just there. 
but actually i feel like it's not that common outside of skateboarding for other people so these, these guys were looking at it like fucking hell that's why it's like what how'd you get that and i'm like yeah mate like this is good isn't it Even, mm-hmm. i was like getting in the people's faces and they're like you can see everything I'm like yep you can so i bought a a monitor for my vx off of vx medic it never i know the what is it like the official sony one <clears throat> yeah which would have been amazing because at the moment not only is my viewfinder broken so i actually filming at gigs is like borderline impossible and uh, i get i'm getting a fix in a couple of days but borderline impossible unless i'm filming fisheye with the vx anyway mm. but i had this monitor I could see what i'm filming like I, and i could like if i'm on a music shoot what I've had to do before, if I'm, if let's say the whole thing's filmed on VX, which is, I've done before, um, the people have to like, just the, the band have to take my word for it. The, the shot was good. They can't Ooh. see it. Do you know what I mean? They can't, yeah. it, so it'd be good. Let's say, I don't know, the manager or one of the band members is behind me and they're looking at the monitor and they could, all right, that, yeah, you got the shot. Cool. But at the moment, it's like, <laughs> like take my word for it. I promise you, it looks good. Like, you know what I mean? It's all right. Trust yeah, me. Yeah, 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 exactly. But um, there's one music video which <clears throat> I did on a VX, which I'm really proud of, and I think it looks good. And I think some other ones I've done, like, might have looked better on something else. But there's this one called Washing Machine, which I was really stoked with, and I think is that it, the one that you filmed in the laundrette? Yeah, and I think that works for VX. I think that works. I, you know, I, I don't know if you'd agree. I don't know if other people would agree. You can put it up on the screen. I I think that works with VX. I don't think another camera would have made that look any better. I think yeah. it's perfect for that video and that song. But for the live gigs, it actually looks great. And there's a guy I work with called Tommy, Thomas Davis. He's been amazing to me. He's got me loads of work, loads of live, live music work. And he's just a goat in it, right? He's so, so good at at, at um, shooting live music and music videos and whatever he's a director and he uses a vx2000 for these shoots and he started filming skating right that's how he started so he uses a vx and i was at a festival uh, i was filming all points these festival do you know the one no okay well i was shooting a festival in london on the vx and uh this guy's just there with a the vx2000 i'm like oh hey man like we're both here <laughs> we both got vxs what you we, did? Like, uh, we got a talk and ended up working with him on that day and I realized, like, oh, I'm not the only one that's doing this with a VX. This is cool. It's like an actual thing. I'm not being a kook, you know? So, yeah, uh, that, 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 that's how I got into it, really. Like, well, that's not how I got into it, but that's how I kind of thought, okay, this is actually a thing that's kind of professional. I'm not just like an idiot filming on an outdated camera. Like, it actually can work and be respected yeah. uh, for music. The, the bigger gigs, like, I filmed um, Amel and the Snippers at York Hall on VX, and it was just like, it does make me giggle a little bit that I was there with a VX. You know, it yeah. does a little bit, but also it's not like it was just filmed on VX. It was FS7s and then VX. So it's like B-cam, you know? Yeah. But the times which are like dope when I'm filming the whole gig on VX, like by myself. So like I filmed um my favorite band at the time actually called Julie. It was my dream job, man. I was so gassed. And I filmed their whole set on VX. And dude, my fucking tapeless thing kept overheating and pausing the whole gig. So I was like taking the battery out in the gig, putting it back in, putting a new card in, like sweating my nuts off, like stressing. I'm like, come from LA, you know, like I'm going to fuck it all up. That is the one thing. Obviously it's not a reliable camera. That is the one no. Thing. But um, no. I don't think you can make any other camera look like you can make that look. I think it has such a specific look. Even the VIX 2000 is inferior. I, I, it, 
just looks great and i think it can work for other things other than skateboarding yeah it definitely i think works better for live music than it does for music videos but then again i shot a live session re recently and i'm really stoked with how it looks so you know contradicting myself but um you know i i think it's just personal preference man and it, the main thing is it's it's i don't need to rent out any gear if someone's yeah. gonna ask me to shoot a video of it i just have a vx and it's like a cheap video you know yeah i, I guess that's sort of why but it's i'd say overall filming the vx at live shows is stressful where's the word it's, it's stressful which is why yeah. i've been using the hpx a bit more as well yeah because that's obviously way less stressful what you could do just get like a dead long four pin to six pin firewire cable i've fixed it now oh you fixed it okay do you know what it was it was the batteries there were too high voltage there was like dot two voltage too high some vx batteries are you got to get off amazon the little ones are too high of a voltage oh, wow. i had no idea i don't think many people know this but like it damages your fucking vx and it damages your tapeless thing i did so, not know that yeah you got to check so like read the voltage because now i've only i've dedicated two batteries to the tapeless recorders and i have three of them and i've just got and i i fucking did i remember i was like one shoot i brought all three tapeless recorders to the shoot i was like there's no way they're all gonna overheat right <laughs> <laughs> not knowing it's the batteries murphy's but, law what yeah one went and i'm like i'll just the battery into the other one and i was like oh that one's fucking over here and it's she what would happen is it would stop recording it would pause but the red light would still be on you'd actually have to look at the time card and see that it stopped and uh, then i was like fucking hell it's got to be the battery so i put in the third one and then i realized mid shoot that it was fucking batteries did you reckon i answered that okay or should i no, that was more definitive that, no i think that was fine honestly yeah. I mean, that... remind me the questions one more time just in case i forgot anything it was just fil um, filming on vx at yeah just like gigs. doing work outside of skating oh, on a okay. vx or something. no you covered yeah. it quite well that's like an untapped market i'd say well i thought so as well but colin reed's done it you know so i'm not the only one that's doing this you know no I mean? no of course yeah there's but, people um, doing it but there's like more people with like you know 4k cinema cameras and stuff like definitely. that definitely but, but you know what it is go on. being dead honest because i don't know how to use an fs7 that's the truth i yeah. don't know how to use it i don't have the experience in music i don't have the budget well most music videos i'll be doing that i am camera operating on that i'm doing there's not enough budget to rent one out for example where there is budget to do it i wouldn't be the dop i would be do you know what i mean like it's the only time i use a vx in a music video is if i'm doing the editing the directing the fucking camera if i'm doing everything it's just like i'm doing a video for this for a very cheap amount and i have a vx yeah. do you know what i mean if i knew how to use the fs7 and i had one I would use it. I've got like a GH4 and and I've I've shot HD stuff, but I, for example, I'm sure I could pick up an FS7 and film something, but I wouldn't know what LUTs could use. I wouldn't know how to grade it. Yeah. I, do you know what I mean? I so it's that kind of stuff. it's a new world that I need to learn. Um, Mate, get get DaVinci Resolve, throw a bunch yeah. of clips in it, and just start playing with the color grading. It's free, yeah. and it's like the, it's the professional tool for color grading. Yeah, I got Final Cut Pro, but it's so bad it's all right man it's just primitive like it's just basic there's it's just there's yeah it's just basic that's all i'd thing... say about it it's very slow very 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 fucking slow well are you on final cut pro 7 or you're in x x yeah yes. uh, and you know what's interesting is another thing which i think some vx filmers i'm sure people will know but i'll say it anyway i have a mac i think it's a 2017 mac maybe 2018 and so it's relatively new so to speak and i also have a 2010 mac right which i don't use anymore 
So I used to use a 2010 Mac and I used iMovie and I was reusing tapes at the time. And then I got this one. Burning hell, go on. <laughs> that was around the time I went tapeless. And I never had issues, okay, because Final Cut supports .dv, which is what the Sony tapeless device um, records into. So, you know, I was I thought it was, everything was sweet. And then I realized, um, I fucking realized, it's only Final Cut that supports it, right? Premiere Pro, unless you're on CS6, the older ones, yeah. which the reason I mentioned the old Mac is because if I got it on the old Mac, it would be okay. But I can't get CS6 on the new Mac because it's the new Mac is too new. Yeah. But I can't use the new Premiere Pro because it doesn't, it doesn't support, support DV. DV. And you can't even use any Adobe conversion software because it doesn't believe that .dv exists. So it won't show up. So like I'm actually stuck using Final Cut. No, I, I, no, 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 no. I, you can use like Shutter encoder to like convert it. No, nah, but it's lost in quality and shit, man. Like, nah, because like, you can do you can um do it as like a ProRes file or something. But like it's that. still ProRes. It's not the original file. Do you know what I'm saying? It's, but it it's doesn't still... it doesn't compress anything. It's actually bigger. Okay, well, I'm... it there's a workaround, but it's a Link pain me in to the some ass. Workarounds, please. But also, dude, can you imagine coming up from a skate session? You have got ten clips. And you want to put the bales in as well, having to fucking convert every single clip. Do you know how long that would be? And ProRes like, files are fucking yeah, big. I've did, bro. I've got a five terabyte hard drive, and four and a half of it is taken up. How ridiculous is that? I can't afford any more big files. So, Constant Seeker came mm. out was early this year, kind of the first yeah. week or so of January. I feel like you've matured as a filmer since I last interviewed you. Like in style, like quality, you know, like how you're filming and stuff like that. Would you, would you say you've matured since your last proper full length? Yeah, definitely. And as a as a person as well, and that that shows through in my filming and editing. I think yeah. if you look back at it's a Sony, at like the prodigy. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, the prodigy. But, <laughs> hey, that wasn't my decision. No, 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 no. I like this is this is another thing which is, I've improved on is is. Uh, going with my gut, not listening to what skaters in the video want for the video. Because if I put out a video, it's a representation of what I like. If I put a clip in, you know, if I use a song, it's a representation of me. Why the fuck would I put it in a song that I don't want to use? Hello. I was young. Um, anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about. I used a Prodigy song, Smack My Bitch Up, with like 100 million streams on Spotify because uh, my mate wanted me to use it. But anyway, yeah, I think I've. I think I've matured. Yeah, I think I think so. I think it's just in general. I think I've just gotten better. I think and mature might be the word for it, but I think that to be honest, I think I've just gotten better. And I think I think I'm happy saying that now. I don't usually like saying things like that about myself, but I, I'm I'm happy with my footage now for the first time ever. I think I was always like, oh, it's Optica, or oh shit, it's too too fucking bright, or oh, I didn't get, I got head cut, got board cut. Now I'm like. I'm happy with it, you know. I'm like, oh, I'm actually stoked with the footage I'm putting out. Yeah. And I'm, I want to show people. Do you know what I mean? I don't. I when I show people my footage before, I might have gone, oh, ignore that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, sorry if it's filmed bad. But now it's like I show you, and I'm stoked with it. Yeah, I think that's a sign that I've, I've, I've improved, which is really cool because it's like I've worked really hard to get to the point in which I am. But yeah, I'd say, I'd say I think I've matured as a filmer. I'm still got a long way to go, man. I, I think at your current rate, though, I think. You're kind of where I'd say like people in the like mid twenties are at, or like you know, like seasoned, shall we say? Thanks, man. That's nice to hear. Because it's like compared to it's a Sony, 
It's like you've had 20 years worth of fucking <laughs> learning. <laughs> Not that it's a bad video. Yeah, but... no, but it is. But it's it's a homies vid. It's, you wouldn't enjoy it unless you're our mate, which is what's funny about it having the most views out of any of my other videos. <laughs> you know? It got on one, two, three movies. How good's that? What? Yeah. So it's some on guy, one, two, three this, movies. This, you got to understand, this video was like... I hyped it up like nothing ever. Like I literally every day on Snapchat, every day on Instagram, every account I had, I bigged it up every day. And I think I went through like three different schools at the time of me filming it. So I would tell everyone in my class in each school, you know, about this video and then they might tell their mates. And it was obviously like all these schools and these kids my age who think skateboarding is cool um, because they're young or whatever. And even if they don't skate, they just think, oh, it's cool, skating our town or whatever. So that, that's why. When Whereas now, Constant Seeker, it isn't a hijinks homies edit. It's a skate video. No, which it's, is, it's a, which, serious. Which, like, I think is going to be enjoyed by skateboarders and not necessarily as much enjoyment out of it as It's a Sony would have gotten from non-skateboarders. And I think yeah. the majority of viewers from It's a Sony was non-skateboarders, if I'm being totally honest. I think... What happened with it is I literally bigged it up on every social media and made it out as if it was just like a big time result. I didn't really advertise it as like a skate video. It was like, this is me and my friends for an hour. Do you know what I mean? Like, and which is what it is. Which is for like, I guess like as a teenager, it's like, oh my God, what the fuck? He's made like a film yeah, in we Tunbridge would... Wells with his friends. Yeah, but also we would like, we were like young and like dickheads and we would like, get in trouble and shit and it was funny footage you know yeah where there's less of that nowadays i guess i'm glad to so, see that yeah there was actually there was one thing though which happened filming for constant seeker which i lost the footage of which is another thing that's wrong which is not wrong but i find difficult with tapeless is you don't have to watch it all like a tape so you forget you forget to fucking save shit man mm. and i forgot to save this it's a footage so my friend connor parker he's from worthing he came to Tommy Jones to film one of the first clips I ever filmed for the video. And we get in a fucking like fight with a guy. <laughs> like this guy starts starting on me at a spot of someone who like clean he's like a cleaner for the area. Yeah. And he's he's like kicked my camera bag before, like shouted at me, sworn at me, like his mate put me in a headlock once. And if you saw that footage, uh, on my I know Instagram, some T boys. And basically, um he like started to try and scrap me. And obviously, I'm a little guy. I'm skinny. I'm not scary looking. I'm an easy target. So my mate Connor, who's a bit bigger than me, stood up to him. And he, and this guy was not having it. He was just like, immediately didn't start on me. Do you know what I mean? And this was just the best footage. It's so good. And I fucking lost it. I lost the footage. And that would have just been, it would have been the cherry on top of the video of like, oh, there's one bit of like really funny someone getting fucking angry with you, you know? Yeah. And I just didn't have it in. And I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe that's a really immature way to look at a skate video. But I think it you kind of need that one clip of like showing that it's still not acceptable in some places skateboarding yeah. you know because tomage rails royal tomage rails you know it's really quite toryville a... yeah it's and it's really looked down upon by a lot of people and we get a lot of shit like a lot of shit as i'm sure you've seen in my videos so <clears throat> i document less of it now and i don't make as big of a deal of, of it as i used to yeah but i still thought like oh it'd be cool to have that one in because there was one clip with it's a sony where this guy fucking tried to rip the mic off my VX. So I was filming the, uh, it was a Black Lives Matter protest in Tunbridge Wells. And I was, I got on, I'm in the wrong. Okay, 
but so is he. So I'll say that for I'm not blaming anyone. I'm in the wrong. I got on this guy's shop's roof. Okay. Me and my mate Toby brought a ladder to this guy's shop. It was like a um a shoe repair shop, it was like a little yeah. tiny, tiny little building. And I got a ladder, I got up there, and this fucking guy comes steaming down the alleyway, drunk, so drunk as I stank of alcohol. And it's all on camera. You can put it up now. I'll, sh- I'll fucking show it to you, man. He's literally just shouting at us, like, get down from there. And he just, like, starts saying stuff like, that in the 70s, that already got smashed up. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, that doesn't even make sense. And then he started talking about how the protest, like, didn't mean anything. And I was like, dude, like, it's a bit what? Weird. Like, just, just, oh, I just couldn't get it. Anyway. He like pushed me against the wall, tried to rip my camera apart. I'm screaming in the video. I actually cut it because it's embarrassing. And I was fucking scared. This big, like middle-aged man, like Boomer. fucking pushing me up against the wall, man. It's fucking scary. Like it is. Big yeah. drunk bloke. Toby's dad happened to be right around the corner, literally, and heard me scream. Fucking heard me shout. Came and fucking saved the situation. Nice. But um, that kind of stuff used to happen a lot. And I think as I've gotten older, it happens less because you're less of a target. I think I was so easily targeted when I was younger. That doesn't just... make fucking sense, though, to me. Because it's like, as an adult, if you punch an adult, yeah, you might get into some trouble. You might go mm. to jail. Yeah. But if you hit a child, you could go to fucking prison, you know? I don't know, then. I don't know, but that, that's it's happened less as I got older. But anyway, this guy, man, I see him around town all the time, and I just I just smile at him. And he's <laughs> dude, I swear to God, the other day, Toby texted me. He was in a pub, like a beer cafe or whatever, and he was like... And this is, I honestly didn't believe him at first because this is like something from a fucking film. This guy walks in the pub, looks at Toby, goes over to him and says, you're a cunt, and just walks away. <laughs> I'm not even joking, he literally did that. And this is like three years after it happened. And like, he's still mad. Because I put it online, and then I think like... Oh, come on, it's been seen by him, surely. Dude, it's been seen, dude, do you know why it's been seen? Because someone emailed him, sent it to him. He had his email and phone number on his shop front, and he got so much hate for this. Like, people were like, asking me if they could spray paint shit on his shop. And I was like, oh, nah, nah, because that's going to get me in trouble, you know? Yeah. His email was banned. People sent him emails like, dude, you should see this. You're on camera, like, fucking assaulting a child. Like, this is really bad. Like, because it is really... I was, like, 15, 16, and he's, like, actually fucking me up. Assaulting you and trying but... to break your fucking camera. Yeah, it was just so funny. He was like, is it recording? And I'm like, no. And there's a big red light just flashing at him. From the that microphone. just means it's, it's like... paused. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, man. It's so good. But I miss I miss that happening in terms of that was like a real like it That's was just some like... shit. Yeah, it, it, I don't I don't miss it happening in terms of getting fucking hurt and shit, but I miss that age of being like you could be a rebel and it was all right because you were yeah. younger and you didn't get judged for it kind of thing like but now i feel obviously as an 18 year old more responsible to not get myself into those situations but at the time that was the kind of shit which was like i came away from that like that's gonna be good footage oh yeah, <laughs> yeah of course i was like that's gonna be some fucking good footage man and it, it got on some like tiktok page as well i think and there was oh, another fuck. one that got on a tiktok page where this guy who owned the club locally Threw my camera bag into the road. Oh, yes, I remember Dude, this one. And I got, apparently, I didn't see this, but apparently it went like quote unquote viral on TikTok and I had no idea. I had no fucking Which means it's like a billion views or something. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that, but it was enough where like people saw it. And yeah, that was funny. And that, that was, these are all in It's a Sony. Like it was just that time of, I guess we, we had less, maybe less respect in general and thought we were in the 
the right more than we were do you know what yeah. i mean we might have said well why can't we skate this do you know what i mean like not really thinking about the fact that it's not ours <laughs> like yeah if, you know what i mean it's like if we get off to leave now we'll just fucking leave it's a respect thing and like if you're nice to them they gotta be nice to us first off. though man they gotta yeah, of come, course they, they they're dicks then they're like, dicks you know hey guys like you know i mean you i don't even have to explain it to you or anyone listening to this like we all know what it's like when you have a nice security guard you don't want to there because you feel bad because they yeah, don't want to fuck him thing. off if anything it's annoying when they're nice because it's like you can't stay because you have to move yeah. um that's one thing which i've noticed and i think you'll notice in my videos is that they're just becoming more more skate videos that i think i'd like to be respected by skateboarders this is it's just only was at a time where it, skating was blowing up on tiktok and it was just that whole industry was over it was just like the most popular thing right and it was yeah. cool and it was fucking yeah so I, I i think that's why it got so many views because it was just the right time but now i don't give a shit about the number of views as long as the right people see it and as long as i know i've done a good job and the best that i can that's what's important so that's the correct outlook i think constant seeker was like it originally started as a solo part for jacob bike and then I don't remember why, but I was just like, uh, I don't think it was going to work. So, but I had all this good footage of Jacob, so he he just has this um, great parts, you know. Yeah. Because um, he went to uni, and then well, let me just say it. So, a lot of the people in that video or in my previous videos have longer parts than Constant Seeker because they're at uni now, like other sides of the country and shit. So, I like got like two days with them, some of them to to, to film. Wow. And some of my friends in, in my career stopped skating as well. That's always a bummer. Uh, also, one thing about maturing is like with, with filming is is having to be harsh and having to like not film some people and not film some tricks, which is really hard, actually, because you've got a friend who's really gasped to do a trick and previously would come up to me and say, do you want to film it? And I'll be like, yeah, like, of course, film anything. And now it's like, no, I actually don't want to film that. You know, because I, I, I won't put it in. And I think, like, yeah, it's been thinking about what to actually put in. And like Al Hodgson's been a good help in terms of that. Knowing him, like, has, I think, sped up my progression in filming and, like, maturing as a person and as a filmer. And as an editor, he's such a good editor. Like, I think that's his, I'd say that's his strongest that, that that that's the thing he's best at i think is editing he might disagree but that's what i see i think and his editing is like some of the best i've seen in skate vids in the uk like coming out at the moment you know like it's really fucking good and he's always edited vids though isn't he you know before he filmed the owl vids he was editing them having him like like give me advice and shit and saying like hey like, like a mentor in a way isn't he yeah his his wife used to say that i'm his intern or he my intern what would it be You'd be his intern. Yeah, he used to joke that I was his intern and shit. Which is kind of true, but kind of funny. That's not a bad thing, though. Yeah, like, dude, he's done a lot for me, man. Like, he actually reviewed Constant Seeker, like, three or four times. And gave and said, like, you need to take this out. Like, if I were you, I'd do this and this. And I took some of it on board, and I think it's made it a better video. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he fucking, he really helped me on that. Big up Al. He's, yeah, big up Al. I, I think he's, he's the guy who kind of made me realize that if i want to make a good skate video that's going to get seen that's going to get put out there by mags and not just the homies edit that will be on my channel i need to be very selective of what i use and maybe not put all my friends in it yeah. which is hard at first because like 
I, some skaters don't understand that. They're like, well, why do you care? I'm like, well, because I want this video to do well. And it's like, I think he said something to me as well, which is really cool, which is every skater, he thinks that every skater has the potential to get a clip, but not everything is a clip. Do you know what I mean? So if your friend's not very good at skating, he could still potentially get something that's worth for the video. So, and this sounds like fucking primary school shit to some filmers, I'm sure. But for me, that was a new thing, is having to be selective and choosing maybe not to put certain things in just because they're my friends. No, this is, like, really good to know. Because, I mean, this is, like, stuff that I've been learning, like, in industry, like, not necessarily, like, friends and stuff, but kind of, like, learning how to edit before you edit knowing yeah. like what you should put in and what you shouldn't and i think yeah. like for a lot of up and coming like the newer generation after you it's important to know it's like yeah it's cool to put the homies in but if the homies aren't that good at skating mm. or they struggle to land stuff maybe it's not worth wasting tape your back and like hours Mm. trying to film something that you probably know isn't going to go in well it depends if you want it it depends what you want the video to be yes of course it's, if it's like, just like if a you want video, a... then it's okay it doesn't yeah exactly and sometimes that's the beauty of it so yeah it was uh it was a challenge but it was really fun making the bid it was really fun it, it was like constant seeking i was constantly seeking for spots it's literally just tumbridge well it's like it's a town it's, bro there's fuck all you know it's a town <laughs> You, I was going in every crevice of the fucking town to look for something like to skate. Yeah, and there's some real crappy spots. We're nearly, we're nearly, we're nearly over. I'll get, I'll get to the uh, questions from the gram. Yeah, because we've gotten a few. In let me say the one time. thing first though. So, um, I've been mentioning T Boys, so I'm actually changing the name. So I say this, because uh, come to light that it is gender exclusive, and there's a, quite a few girl skaters in our town, and I think that um. It's probably better just to change it because t-boys originally is all the videos that i've made have been under the name t-boys and that was just a friendship group of like 10 of us but they're all gone now and i film other people more than them now so it felt weird branding my videos as t-boys and friends and i also have plans to get some girls in the bids so just gotta say that i'm gonna good. be changing the name yeah there's this girl skater from thumbadrails who's like really young and she's actually fucking sick man so nice maybe something in the future Let's get there, Ben. Let's get to the questions from the gram. So I got Hold a few on. written down, but I've just checked my phone, and actually, there's a few more that's come in. Okay. So, <laughs> hopefully, I'm getting the pronunciation right. Kane Petrie, Kane mm -hmm. Petrie. He's the Earl filmer. Who was the messiest on the Berlin trip? <laughs> Fucking hell, man. <laughs> Go on. Um, Honest I answers only. I can't say myself because that's just baiting me out. Yeah. Probably I'd oh Rocco. So like Rocco, amazing skater, got last part on Constant Seeker. We were on this tram back from the like the center. We were just like stand just outside the center of the city. And he just <laughs> he threw up all over this tram on the floor. And it kept like going down the tram. Oh, and like fuck. then because he threw up, he started a chain reaction and someone else threw up on the floor. And then he threw up again. And then we got off the tram and he turned it. It was just like, kind of horrible. But yeah. I is this the Chiba Chiba? The, nah, this is just booze, mate. Oh, mate. This is just booze. And like eating just like, do you know what? Um, 
fucking curry wursts or is that how you pronounce it in but I it's think like i know what they are sausage curry powder and tomato sauce yes I and know like we would eat them and just go drinking and it would obviously like you can imagine the the fucking mess that made on the floor the, like. the, the the color of vomit yeah i'd say yeah rocco probably the mess i mean like yeah from what i can remember i think from what you can remember yeah a good trip, man. That was should have renamed going... the video to Messy Berlin or something. Yeah, we're going to France next month. We're going to Paris. Oh, shit. So we're going to film some shit. Yeah, I actually do want to say, before this interview ends, before I forget, um, I'm filming a few parts this year. Filming a part with Toby Quick, who's the guy who runs Earl. And that's on VX. And I'm filming a Philly McCormick part, um, who's also uh, got links to Earl. But he rides just slip in DC. And we're going to be filming a part as well, so yeah, keep them peeled for that. I'm excited about them for sure. Nice. All right. Next one is from Pedro, the yeah. homie. Um, oh, yeah. What are your top five videos? Oh, man. You, you threw a spanner in the works here, Pedro. I do, so oh, I only saw the full thing recently, but Minwi. And I, I should say the reason is because I just didn't have access to the video. Al, niche. once again, saving the day. Yeah, Min, Min Wee, Old Whoops, New Grooves by Magenta. Okay. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, man, it's so good. I'm, I'm seriously slacking. Like, I need like, to catch up with so a lot of stuff. Zach filming Ben Gore and Leo Vowles, San Fran Hills, yeah, and it's just... Hang on, so, I think I have like seen it. It's like five minutes long. I think the I've seen it. The tune is amazing. Like... He fucking ollies, one of them ollies over each other. It's just a good video, man. Like, the first clip is, the first, like, actual clip is Leo going down a hill, right? Then going up the other hill, like, like a fucking half pipe. Yeah. Back down, then Manny, then goes onto the curb. So he, like, skates the hill like a fucking half pipe. Anyway, great video. And of all time, man. Fuck. You're at two down. You might have to, like, cut this up because I'm going to be a minute thinking about this. It's a solid, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have to put Fully Flared on there. Really? Yeah. Because that Fair. intro, man. Oh. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just so good. And I can't I... just put it for the intro, but the whole video is just like bangers. It's like an hour and a half that goes by in about 40 minutes. It yeah. doesn't so, feel that long. So that's three. So I'd say like Spirit Quest is four. And then like, I, I want to say Lens three. But I haven't rewatched it because I it's not out yet. Yeah. So I would say Lemon Three, but I'm not going to. I'll I'll, I'll say um, oh, do you know what? I feel like I just sound like I'm so single-minded in my videos, but like, I really really loved Bright Moments by Zach Chamberlain, yeah. which is the um, it's like it's it's just a good fucking San Francisco full length, like and Ben Gore's part is like a fucking like motorcycle fucking concept part. Have you seen it? So every clip involves a, a bike. So it's oh, trips okay. over bikes, around bikes. Like it's so good. And I think that made it for me. So and I love Ben Gore's one of my favourite skaters. So I yeah, I'd say those are solid five. If it, I could say Lens three, because that's the best video ever, but I yeah. haven't rewatched it. So you need to yeah, I want to double check on that. Yeah, I mean I don't need to, but I also I can't say that and pe people can't then go and watch it. Do you know what I mean? I want to say videos that people can maybe go and like have a look at if they haven't seen. Yeah, that's but they fair. can't watch Lens 3. But Lens 3, best video ever. I am snagging <laughs> that fucking DVD. Uh, yeah, I'm going to get a couple copies, I reckon, mate. I think those are my probably favourite videos. I I'd say, I'd say, when I was younger, I used to love Palisonic and shit like that. But I think nowadays they're probably my favourite. Yeah, I refined your taste a bit. 
Yeah, I think Billy Flair is the only one where I'm thinking like I don't remember every clip in the video kind of thing because it's so long and like whereas like a long video like Lens Three, I remember a lot. So maybe it could have stood out more. But maybe. Good video though. Billy Flair's incredible. So I just got the Blu-ray of that, like the is other, it? like a they couple got of weeks ago. Oh, I know. Fucking with like... the fake car horns, we love it. <laughs> you see that in Nigel's part? No. Oh, Ben, right. Fake car horns, dude. He like put in fake rail noises and like fake car horns. Oh, but he's been faking video. shit for like, no. But 10 this was years. the best one. This is the funniest one. Yeah, it's so good. It's like meow, like that proper car horn noise. It's so oh. funny. Next question. Oh, that's the homie asks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Harrison Walgar. Why are you such a slug? <laughs> Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> <laughs> Slugging out. Dude, basically, like, I don't even, that's hard to explain. Like, they just call me a slug. It's fair. <laughs> I, I slug about, apparently. I'm glad you've got very supportive um, friends. I'm, <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I just slug about. You know what I mean, I leave my, leave my residue about. juice on the floor. <laughs> So next question. I this is like come through while we were talking. Louis yeah. Vidal eleven asks, "Did you have any particular inspiration?" I think we kind of covered that. But yeah, I, mean... I, I be, but like, I, 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 yeah, I'd say some, yeah, some of those videos. Yeah, you know, it's good, good, good inspiration for me. But outside of that, we've already spoken about that. So, but yeah, the Thomas Jones vids, Harry's stuff is really good, um, and I'm still getting inspired. You know, I feel like. I don't know. I see some new stuff all the time, and it's like that's really cool. But I think as a, if I was going to say a company, for example, I'd say like Magenta. But as a whole, the way they the way they've like advertised themselves and like the team and the filmers they choose is yeah. inspiring. It's it's like, am I right in saying it's like relatively a new company? Like red, it's like 2009, 2010? I mean, if you want to call that new, that's like thirteen. Uh, I'd years say ago. that was dude compared to like a lot of the companies which. I mean, maybe that isn't me then. I don't know. Like, I mean, that's around it, it, about the same seems... time as like Polar, isn't it? Around like the yeah, late but like, 2000s. I feel like they're so different. It's like Magenta in my eyes is like, it holds a different place in skateboarding that maybe all the companies do with it. I, I don't know. That's it's just... like cool East Coast that's yeah. independent that isn't in America. And then Polar's got that East Coast stuff that's a lot more. I... Magenta's artistic, but I'd say Polar's got a lot more kind of an arty flair to it. Yeah, man. That's my thought anyway. Uh, yeah, polo's cool. Polo's, polo's cool. Fucked, yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all right. I like, I just, I just, I just love to see. Not a fan of the big it. boys, or no? No, I love. I got a pair of big boys, mate. I got, I got a pair of big boys. <laughs> like, do what's funny is Jacob. He gave me a pair, and he had cut out the little big boy fella. I just gave him to him. <laughs> T. Picard film asks, "When's he cutting his mullet off?" Now, like mate, how none of these are like coming. fucking film questions. And what's funny is that he's a filmer. <laughs> um he filmed the source video oh okay yeah man um i'm afraid i got it cut today tom and it's not off i just got a haircut i think we're gonna leave it there then i think we've been talking for what three hours classic mate all right let me, let me do a little outro peace out homie no i'm joking shocking <laughs> i look yeah, forward to when it comes out mate thanks for having me yeah thanks for doing it yeah for you man all right safe man i'm gonna bounce Yeah, yeah. Safe, safe. I'll speak to you soon. In a bit.